previously on Coruscant Nights. I need a sculpture. It can be anything you want, but it must include this. And he opens up a little box and inside it is a small crystal. It's maybe an inch, inch and a half long, and it is white. Would I sense anything coming off of it? You feel the dark side radiating from this thing. It may be a kyber crystal, but you're not quite sure. Three sixes, one advantage, and a despair. And a despair. Cool. <laughs> what kind um, of world is that? <laughs> I, you know what? I, I think, I think it's pretty evident what that despair is. You just took a bunch of money from this guy, and as you walk out the door, you take a quick look at the art on the walls and on the pedestals. There is a lot of Sith stuff in here. Ancient, ancient dark side things. He gestures at one of his guys. The guy walks up to it and puts his hand near the near the crystal and just around the piece. And he shakes his head. And you can sort of see them through the window. And this guy, Ozum, is, is explaining something to Sailor. And Sailor doesn't look very happy. So your co-worker uses the Force? He, he doesn't talk about it much. But yeah, he's got something. I am surprised I have not heard of him. You'd be surprised about a lot of what happens down in the lower levels. I'm pretty sure a lot of people just kind of slip through the cracks down there. What do you do when you dig a hole that's too deep to get out of? Do you give up? Or do you keep digging to see just how deep you can go? And yeah, she continues on to the Jedi Temple. All right, so you stand in front of the Jedi Temple. Its spires reach up into the sky. When was the last time you were here? Um, probably not. It's probably been a few years. Mm -hmm. You see more clone troopers than you're used to seeing around here. And really only a small amount of Jedi. But as, as usual, the, the, the doors are open and you can head in. She will walk in, I think, probably head toward the library. Okay. I, I imagine the library is um, on one of the lower levels of the temple. Maybe? I don't know. It seems I, reasonable. I never really got an idea of location from, from the movies, only that there you can, light will still come in through the windows. But yeah, you head down to the library, and it is quiet, as libraries tend to be. There are a few people reading and doing work. Most of them are fairly young looking. Is there anyone in particular you're looking for? Um, I'm thinking the person that she'd probably need in order to get access to information, especially for a, I'm assuming, open investigation, mm -hmm. would probably have to be, I guess, Master New. Are you gonna make me do her voice? This is our first. This is this will be our first movie character on the show. Well, I mean, unless there's another library Jedi librarian. There could be some junior librarians around. I mean, I can ask them and see if they can. I'd be willing to ask them and see if they can uh, give me, if they have the authority to give me access. You have three light side points. If you want to flip one to make a friend. Yes, I will. Sorry, okay. I thought I only had two. All right, so who do you know down here? I'm going to say that there's a 
relatively new night that we were Padawans together mm -hmm. and had been friends that our masters were worked a lot together. Okay. They are um, an Athorian. Okay. And her name is uh, Paul Ram Dulas. Because my thing with Athorians is that you should not be able to pronounce their names. <laughs> I love you need it. two mouths. <laughs> so yeah, you spot um, your old friend Palm Ram in one of the corners, uh, straightening some. Uh, maybe maybe they are dusting the the busts of the Jedi's who left the Order. This is an interesting place to come because I know that in canon they have busts in here of the some Jedi who left the Order. There's the bust of Count Dooku and a few others. Might be an interesting bit of introspection as you see Palmram dusting one of them right now. Palmram? I did not know you had uh, taken a position in the Jedi Library. Aname said it's good to see you. It has been too long. This is one of the last places that I can find peace around here. You mean because of the war? Because of the war. She shakes her head. I hope it is over soon. It is... Me too. Quite unpleasant. What brings you back? I need access, if possible, to Master Darash's last investigation. Well, you're not a Jedi anymore, but I suppose if we don't let Master Jocasta Nu catch us... <laughs> I can only imagine what Master Nu would say if she did. <laughs> Palmram leads you into a little alcove and sets you up on a computer. Just keep an eye out. I will. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get you in trouble either. That is not why I came. I scrolled down to a picture of the sword. Yeah, so you find all the info on this event. A Gungan was taken by these people. There were odd artifacts found. There was uh, that ancient sword. This is this is an interesting thing. Do how how do Jedi feel about other Force traditions? Do they like believe that they know what they're doing? Because they definitely found some Night Sister artifacts there as well. Which is, I mean, how do they how do they feel about the Night Sisters, especially Night Sisters, right now, considering all the yeah. drama during involving the Night Sisters during the Clone Wars? Right. Well, they found an ancient sword. They found some Night Sister artifacts. They arrested a politician who was released very quickly. And it was Master or Jedi Knight Desh Tavak who responded quickly to the whole thing, along with a civilian named Carp and a another civilian, um, a weak way named June. She's she's going to start doing some research into mm -hmm. the politician to start with. Uh-huh. First off, looking to see, does this politician have any connections to Dr. Sandlev? That'll be a computer check. Okay. What is my difficulty? How deep do you want to go? Um... You, you choose your difficulty. 
she's good. She's not gonna go real deep right away. Mm-hmm. She she wants to just initially start out with just can you know is there any re- is readily apparent connection between the two? Okay. To start. All right. So let's say for an easy check, it'll be a surface connection. Do they live near each other? For an average check, it would probably be are they seen together in public? Are there any like photo? Because I mean, it's a senator. There would be hollow photos of them doing stuff. Are there any hollow photos of them together at events or something like that? And the harder you get, it'll be like is the senator a patient of the doctor? She's probably going to start out with have they been seen together okay so we'll do an average computer check <laughs> three failures three advantages you're very unlucky today <laughs> okay so you don't find anything about them being seen together for the three advantages any ideas perhaps there is there might not be anything of them being seen together, but they are perhaps they are seen separately with a individual in common. Um, how about some more info about that particular senator? That works too. Okay, he uh, his name is Greer Sinlan. He's a senator from Daxum Four. He is a an older human you you find some photos of him he looks like just an older human um mostly him wearing uh dark robes high collars he's got a little pointy beard he looks kind of sinister dark robes interesting um she's gonna try and dig a little deeper okay you're gonna roll a more difficult check yep okay i'd say that info is maybe you got three advantages right Yes. Okay. That info maybe was worth two, so you can add a, a boost to this next check. Alright. And I'm going to flip a second light side point. Okay. So we're at two darks, one light? Yes. Okay. Uh, that'd be one success, three threat. Okay. Uh, how difficult was the roll? Uh, that was three purple. Three? Okay. Greer, Senator Sinlon is not a patient of Dr. Sonlev. He does uh, mingle in similar social groups. The people who go to the same events and they have been seen together a number of times. There's a good chance there's a close connection between those two people. And you mentioned that I know of two of the civilians that were involved in the case. Mm -hmm. How hard would it be to find their contact information? One of them would be easier. One of them would be a lot more difficult. Uh, go for the easy one. Okay. This person's name was June. They are a weak way. Let's do an average with uh, with a setback because of the position they work in. And that would be also computers? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Two advantages. Okay. They work in the Blacklight District. You um, are able to sort of cross-reference a, a blurry photo of him that you found from that old news story. And you you find a, a very similar looking person in the Blacklight District. I 
go back and find uh, Palm Room. Palm Room. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I say, I'm. Thank you. I think I have found what I need right now. Good. I am glad to hear that. I am going to the Blacklight District to meet with June. I think it would be wise for me to make sure someone knows where I, what I am doing. All right. I will remember that. I recently had a patron who was in possession of this one of the artifacts found in that kidnapping. Really? He was also in possession of a kyber crystal that... It had not been bled, but it had been tainted. What are you gonna do? I think this patron, uh, he was a doctor. I think he may be connected with the kidnapping somehow. That's very interesting. Master Jiva said that the Jedi are spread too thin to investigate themselves right now because of the war. So I am going to see what I can do. Well, may the Force be with you, Anames. And with you. I hope we can meet again soon in better circumstances. Please check in with me later. I will. Definitely. You head out? Yep. Okay. So the journey from the Jedi Temple to the Blacklight District is kind of long. By the time you're leaving the temple, it is definitely night. And the Blacklight District is very busy. Neon lights and bright colors pop out in the blackness of this place. There are tons of people. They have elaborate hair hairdos and shiny fabrics and metal spikes and it's it's a very underworld kind of place. There is loud music coming from a number of of clubs. Where is Anamis going to go? See, she did not find out. She knew just found out that June works in the Blacklight District. She didn't find out yep. anything more. Yeah, and there are a number of places that he could work here. She's going to start out by just kind of. She's going to go to one of the clubs and see. Mm-hmm. I mean, Weekway could conceivably be a bouncer. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one, right at like the entrance to the Blacklight District, is a place called Misty Mardigans. It's known for its atmospheric lounges, which cater to different aliens who are used to breathing different atmospheres. So it's got little little airlocks that people can go in and, and breathe nitrogen or whatever, whatever it is that uh, various people prefer to breathe. Um, so that's the first place you see. There are a bunch of other places as well. She's probably going to head there first, just because it's the first place and what's the worst that can happen eventually work gets around that hey this person's trying to find june the weak way people start talking eventually june finds out and finds her Mm -hmm. so standing at the door is a gamorian he is letting most people in you see him stop one person and just pull a little vibroblade out of his belt and then let him head in her eyes widen slightly because she was not expecting that and then she goes over to the Gamorian and just are you familiar with June the Weekway? June the Weekway? What's it to you? I 
it believe it could possibly be someone's life. Someone I know? If I don't know, I don't care. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know yet. I think you should roll a check on this guy. <laughs> I think so too. What is uh, what is the approach that you're taking here? I'm gonna say, hmm, see the. I'm gonna go with charm. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be one purple. <laughs> Did you fail? Yup. I got exactly one threat. One threat. Everything okay. else was a seriously. <laughs> I'm not saying that anything washed. Wow. Okay. What? So what? If, what? If, what do you say to this guard, this Gamorian? There is someone out there, someone from the upper levels, who has been targeting people like your clientele. I believe June knows more about these people. If you want your business to stay open, perhaps it might be easier for that to be be the case if you help me find him. And I think as you're talking, this Gamorian's mouth goes slack and his eyes glaze over a little bit and he looks back at you. What? No, you can go in if you want. She sighs, shakes her head and goes in. <laughs> the club is hopping. There's a bar in the center of it with a lot of people leaning on it. There are booths around the edges and you see off in the distance the airlocks with uh, the symbols for the different um, chemical makeups of the air above them. Yeah, this place is very busy. The, the lights are bright and flashing and the corners are dark and shady. Do I see any weak ways that look Especially any that look anywhere similar to said blur blurry photograph. Um, I'd say that maybe there are one or two weak way here. Most most of the people have sort of breath masks on. She will go over to the bar. Mm-hmm. The bartender is a Rodian woman. It starts kind of chatting up the bartender a bit. Hey, what can I get ya? Um... Some information? Oh, information, huh? Okay. She leans on the bar. What do you need? I'm looking for someone. Uh, Found someone you have, I think. <laughs> well, yes, but not the person that I was initially looking for. Um, there's. I'm looking for a weekway named June. Ah, uh, let me think. Do I know a June? Do you want to flip the light side so she knows a June? <laughs> Yeah, and I'm probably going to pay for this. I, I like the looks of this destiny pool. <laughs> of course you do, because it's back to how it started. Yeah, June works June works back at Snoobers. It's like, uh, you know, it's right around the corner. Um, can't miss it. Big sign says Snoobers. The O's look like a pair of twin suns, because it's pretty hot in there. And Anomis will slip her a few credits. Uh-huh. The Rodian winks at you. Uh... <laughs> Uh, she says, thank you. Uh, I'll be sure to remember that you were quite helpful. Yeah, no problem. This whole conversation was yelled because this place is really loud. Um, and at that point, she will leave and head to the other club. So you head out of Misty Mardigan's, head around the corner, and you see Snoobers. It's right there. 
it looks different than a lot of the other places around here. It looks like it belongs on a desert world. The outside is sort of a faux stone. And as you head inside, you are hit with a wave of heat. This place, it's got sort of sandy floors. This is another sort of theme bar. Um, each of the little booths has a heat lamp over it. And everybody who is in here is a lizard person. She goes over to the bar. Mm-hmm. And the first thing she's going to do is order a drink. Not alcoholic, because uh-huh. she needs to keep her wits about her right now. And alcohol seems like a bad mix for this. Um, the the Twi'lek behind the bar asks... But something a little bit more than water. Do you want ice? Please. And he pours you... What? Melun run juice? Yes. <laughs> Over For reasons. For uh-huh. reasons. And he, he, this this place is not quite as hopping as uh, the other place. Everyone here is sort of uh, lounging, um, enjoying the heat of the lamps and uh, compared to the, the temperature outside. We didn't say this earlier, but it's close to winter. And even though Coruscant has um, sort of regulated seasons, it's they still make it kind of cold here, so you can get some snow every once in a while. Yeah, and add in the fact that this is hot, it's like a massive change. It's like, yeah, she needs a better drink. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at the back at the bartender. She says, "I was told June the weekway works here." Yes, uh, June. What what do you need with June? I. I believe he is familiar with a matter that is of concern to me. Does he owe you money? No, no. no. But I was hoping he could help me with something. Uh, Some information. Let me see if I can go get him. The Twi'lek leaves the bar, nods to the other bartender, and motions that he's going to be back in a second, and heads uh, into a little alcove you didn't really notice before, which sort of leads down. And a minute or two go by, and when he comes back, there's a, a weak way standing behind him. This, this is June. Hi, I'm June. June, I am Anamis. I believe you were involved... They helped investigate a kidnapping about a month ago? Uh, yeah? I think I may have found someone who was connected with it in some way. Uh, okay. And... What... What do you want me to do? I was just hoping maybe I could get some more information from you. I can give you some, but I don't. I'm kind of just the hired muscle around here. Whatever you know would help a lot. Okay. I they the person that I found they were not arrested with the, uh, the senator, but I believe they have. A connection to the senator. I'm pretty sure they know each other. And he had at least one of the items that was found at the kidnapping. Huh. I don't know quite as much as uh, my boss's girlfriend, but I can kind of help you out if if I know the stuff. I mean, she talks a lot, and I hear a lot of stuff, so... Um, per- perhaps it would be better to talk somewhere where we would be less likely to be overheard. Yeah, sure. Um, follow me. And he leads you behind the bar. There's a little little door that slides open with a little whoosh. 
and behind there there's a a small office or broom closet or both (laughs) he leans against the back wall all right so this this is the dims yeah 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 Trust me, you don't want to get mixed up with this stuff. You should stay out of it. I may already be, and I spoke to my former master, and the Jedi are too busy with the war to do anything. Yeah, they're too busy with everything to do anything. I was approached by a doctor Mm -hmm. who wanted to commission me to make a statue for him. He had what used to be a light saber crystal hmm. that he wanted me to incorporate in it. It was, I do not want to say damaged, but it had been altered. Okay. And in the process of creating the statue, I was able to fix it. He was very displeased, and I also saw that as I left, he had the sword that was found at the kidnapping. He had that sword? He did. It was on his wall. Um, maybe I'm not the right person to talk about this stuff with. You might want to... We're going to go downstairs. You're going to talk with Snoober. Okay. And so, that crystal, You did you say you did something to it? He, sort of. I do not know how familiar you are with... How much you have heard about the Force. Uh, I know I know more than the average person, honestly. It's, it's not my forte, but... You are familiar with there being the light side and the dark, yes? Yeah. It, this crystal... It was not... It had not been turned red, like a Sith would. But it was tainted with the dark side. I'll tell you, one or two of those words went over my head. <laughs> but I think I think Snoober's the... You, you gotta talk to Snoober. Come with me. Thank you. He leads you out and down the little hall that he came out of. And it's a spiral stair that goes downstairs. And underneath this place, there is another sort of stone, faux stone facade. And he knocks on the door. He says, Snoober, I've, I've got something interesting for you. He opens the door. Inside this place, it looks like the interior of a cave. There are a few sort of sculpture things around the walls. And up on the wall behind a desk, there is a great dragon skull. Behind the desk is a barabel. He's a big, beefy-looking lizard man with tons of teeth. He's wearing a flower-patterned shirt. Hey, uh, th- thanks, June. Who, who are you? What's what's this about? Uh, my name is Aname Sedin. By trade, I am an artist. But <laughs> we can, we can just we can just say that you you sort of reiterate that same yes. sort of stuff to him. Yes. Yeah. Because. So you reiterate your story. You talked about like purifying, cleansing the crystal, right? Mm-hmm. And Snooper seems really interested. So you you can manipulate force artifacts? 
I do not know if I would quite put it that way. I was once a Jedi Padawan. Huh. And... His face sort of changes at that. He's a little less interested. When I was simply... I was meditating trying on the crystal, and it seemed to purify it. So you're not a Jedi anymore? No. I left the Order about four years ago. I had other interests in huh. life. I, I got a thing. Hold on here a second. And he reaches down below his desk, and you hear the clicking of a, a safe. And he takes something out and puts it on the counter. It's covered in cloth. And he takes the cloth off, and it's sort of a an amulet. It is sort of white around the outside, a little bit yellowed, with a black center. Almost as shiny as a mirror, but it looks like it may be made out of obsidian. What can you tell me about this? Um, she reaches one hand for it, just not picking it up, just touching it, and reaches out with the force to see what she can feel. Why don't you tell me what you feel? Because this is not a thing that has come up before, so it can be anything. <laughs> um... <laughs> I was gonna say, why don't I roll just as... at least a force... To see its sort of alignment? Yes. Yeah. So... Two light sides, so... <laughs> okay. It's... It doesn't look it, but it is sort of uh, emanating the light side of the force. Yes. And since it's two lights that I'd say rather strongly mm -hmm. what I'm trying to figure out is whether I can find out any you know get any sense of its purpose I think as uh, as somebody well you're not necessarily skilled at alchemy but it's sort of something that you know a little bit about mm -hmm. you would probably probably be able to sense its purpose to a degree I like I actually kind of like the idea of it being a shield amulet okay yeah, so it is um, vibrating in the light side in a similar way to the sculpture that you just made. Except stronger. Except stronger. And, yeah, di slightly different purpose. Mm -hmm. I believe this is... It, it is a form of a protective... Its purpose is to protect its wearer. It's very strong in the light side. And... I do not know exactly how it works yet, but I can feel that it it is something that protects you. Yeah, that's right. It uh, It's made from some old lava glass from some planet in the Outer Rim, and this, uh, this rim around it, and he sort of points at the yellowish-white, it's actually made out of bone from some ancient warrior. How much do you think something like this is worth? I think it would depend who you were selling it to. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's right. So, you know a thing or two about force objects, force artifacts? I know a little. You looking for a job? Is that why you're here? I'm actually looking for some information. Okay. Because, as I said, there, this patron of mine, this doctor... Something seemed very wrong. Mm hmm And I am concerned that he is a threat to the rest of Coruscant. Yeah, he's probably a threat. Um, honestly, there's 
there's a lot of bad- I mean, okay, so you're Jedi, so you don't know a lot about what's going on down here. There's- there's a lot going on down here. This- this is a big planet. A lot of people slip through the cracks, and the Dims are trying to find them. The- who are the Dims? I heard uh, they are some kind of a religious group, but that is the most that I know. I'd, I'd call them a cult, but that's just me. They come from everywhere. The fancy politicians, lowly uh, street hermits, whatever. Anybody can join. Well, not anybody, but you know, lots of people join the join the Dems. They uh, they don't really have a home base or anything. If that's what you're looking for. What is? But what is their purpose? They worship the Force, and they buy lots of artifacts from me. Keeps my business running. You know, I have, I, you know, I haven't dealt with them in a while. You know, uh, Carp's got me on the straight and narrow. I, I don't deal with them anymore, often. That sounds like it may be a good thing for all involved. From what if they are, if they are involved in committing kidnappings and the like. Yeah, they're not particularly nice, but they tend to have a lot of money. And, you know, with a lot of money, they got a lot of pull. So, I don't know what you're trying to do here, but I don't know how far you're going to get. I do not know either, but I spoke with my former master. I was not sure what to do, but I was not comfortable just leaving things as they were. And Yeah, I get that. He suggested that I do some digging of my own. Since I am not occupied with the war and everything else. Yeah, I don't know when that whole thing's gonna end. It's really bad for business, you know? With the dims or with the war? Both. Less people coming down here because of the dims taking people. And then the war just wrecking the place up. Less people are going outside. More people are just sitting in, listening to the news, watching the propaganda. More people are scared. Yeah. Even the Jedi. Huh. At least that's how it seemed when I was there today. So you think you're gonna just, like, take down this big-time politician or doctor or whatever? I don't know, but I want to see what I can do. And I mean, you're former Jedi, so you're not gonna, like, just kill him or something. Of course not. But perhaps if I can get enough evidence, perhaps we can... Get the authorities to stop them. If we can prove that they are who they are. Well, I gotta be honest, I'm not a fan of the authorities. But if you need my help, I guess... I guess I can offer it. Carp would want me to offer it. I think it would probably... Give a slight smile. I think it would probably help keep your business running also. <laughs> if we can do, If I can do this. Alright. So where do we start? Well, we know that, uh, we know about the senator. We and, know about the doctor. And Here, know. wait, just have it, hold on, let me, let me, he runs around and grabs a, a stool from the corner and puts it on the other side of his desk. Have a seat. And it's June, just, just get out of here. You don't need to be here. Get out of here, June. <laughs> Fine. She sits down. She actually starts pulling out her data, data pad so they can start making notes and so forth. So, we know about 
Senator Sindlon. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, you explain that part. And now we know about Dr. Sandlev. Yep. We know that Sandlev, I know Sandlev has an employee, uh, seemed to be one of his bodyguards, that can okay. use the force. Okay. I spoke to his other bodyguard, Evan, and he mentioned also about people falling through the cracks. Yep. Specifically, Happens all the time down here. Specifically here on Coruscant. I see lots of people uh, doing things that people shouldn't be able to do. You know? So perhaps that is where we start? Sure. Find someone? And see who they know. Okay. See if Let's do perhaps it. either the doctor or the senator have spoken to them. The, the Gungan that they kidnapped. Uh, yeah. Was he also able to do things he should not have been able to do? Not as far as I know, but he did buy stuff from me every once in a while. Things like the talisman you showed me. Mm-hmm, yeah. Weird force stuff. That's what I deal in mostly. So, then he may have known something, or been able to do something. Tell you what, Afka, he's a major conspiracy theorist. You can't believe anything that guy says. Afka? The, the, that is the... The, the Gungan, yeah. Afka Ronkles. She jots down the name. I think... Hmm, maybe Snoober's been keeping an eye on this, the whole situation, because he, he has a close connection to it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he would know everything there is, but he would know some stuff. Uh, he, he knows that there's an ongoing investigation right now into the Dims, Okay. And he knows that it's not going particularly well. He knows a couple of other names involved, like um, Sul Dixon, Manus Arain, Afka Ronkles, a, a pair of Kushiban. Um, <laughs> and the two of you have this conversation, and uh, basically he dumps a lot of info on you. And our camera's going to fade out while he's talking, and you are learning more about the dims and possible ways that you can attempt to stop them. Oh, goody. <laughs> How was that? That was a weird session. That, that was they, weird, but fun. Yeah, it, it, it had a definite, it was like two definite parts, which is cool. Yeah, there was the whole crafting bit and getting her forces tweaked. Yeah. And then there was the, okay, now what do I find out? Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. For more info on this show and our other podcasts, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to Rill for playing on these episodes. Like the show and want to help us out? Send us a copy at ko-fi.com slash Nights. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Nights. Or leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher. Hey, all you Coruscant Nightcrawlers. Today I wanted to give out a special thanks to you. Thanks for listening, rating, reviewing, supporting us through Patreon, sending us coffees, tweeting at us, and joining our Discord. I don't think we're even a quarter of the way through our second season here on Coruscant Nights. There's a lot ahead of us, and to help us get there, we're taking a short break. We'll be back in a couple weeks with new episodes starring Park, followed by some familiar voices, some unfamiliar voices, and some familiar characters. So last week we recorded a little thing about Donate for Destiny and how we had made like $80 so far. Yeah, it was really cool. 
Well, it's like, it's over a hundred now. Over a hundred? Wow. <laughs> Multiple people have said that you're the best part of Coruscant Nights, so happy to have you along for these conversations. Uh, I'm honored and also super proud of your uh, journey for destiny cause. Well, the trouble here is our one of our other favorite podcasts, Dicey Cantina, has raised a lot more money than us. Oh, those wonderful jerks. <laughs> yeah. So Coruscant Nights is going to be recording new episodes pretty soon. With the end of the month coming up, we're looking at recording a bunch of stuff in July. And you know what that means? Sorry, that was spooky. That means that you have the opportunity to change our destiny pools and help out kids in need. Through Donate for Destiny, we're donating to Child's Play, an organization that provides toys and games for kids in tough situations. And every dollar counts for them. You can donate $4 and add a light side point to our destiny pool, or you can donate $10 and decide if our destiny pool is going to be all light or all dark. And let me tell you, I like an all dark destiny pool. So you're giving to a good cause and also having a lot of fun and potentially screwing over Nikki Smetters multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. You just wait. It's already happened twice. Check the link in our show notes for more information on how to donate, where to donate, and to everybody who has donated so far, thank you. Thank you. 